When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. This week we are in South Africa. Well, Russell is. Hello, Russell Myers, Royal Editor at the Daily Mirror. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello. Hearing you loud and clear over the glorious FaceTime from Cape Town. Um, I'm your host, Anne Gripper, in London. It wasn't raining when I went outside earlier, so that's all right. That's a win, even if I'm not, uh, you know, jet-setting around the world with the Sussexes. And um, joining me as well in London is Zoe Forsey, one of our online writers, our, like, royal online writer (laughs) extraordinaire. Her fingers are kind of aching a little bit. There's been a lot of words to write about Oh, already about the tour. Yes, I was going to say, I must have written Meghan Markle over a hundred times already and we're only on day three. Okay. I've <laughs> been very busy, but well, good. The, but that's because there's been lots of lots of interesting things happening already, lots to talk about. Um, Russell, so South Africa and the tour so far, what's been the general vibe? Yeah, it's been great, to be honest. I mean, what are we now? This is the third day. It's been a jam-packed schedule, as usual, on these tours. Um, and, they've, they've, you know, I, we couldn't have asked for more, to be honest. I mean, with the first day when they got there, they touched down. Within two, within two hours of touching down, they were even delayed a little bit, I think. And they got straight to work. They, they hit the ground running, which is what we'd been told that they wanted to they do. They hit the ground dancing. Dancing, I know. And she had some moves, Megan. I mean, yeah, Harry, <laughs> Harry's left a bit uh, to be desired, but... Megan had some moves. They went to this um, a township, the Nyanga Township, in uh, in Cape Town, which is you know one of the the most violent. Actually, it's got a real reputation of sort of being the murder capital of uh, of South Africa, and you know it's besieged with problems. But there's actually there's some really cool um, initiatives, some sort of programs that are working with kids and especially working with young women to teach them self-defence classes and, you know, looking at the concept of um, female violence and violence against women, which is actually a major issue here in South Africa. The actual statistics don't lie that um, violence against women is five times the global average. I think it's, you know, one in five women will experience it at some point in their life. So it's, it's, it's actually quite a massive issue that the president has, has said it's a national emergency. So they came in straight away went to this, um, uh, it's like an early development centre and an art centre in the middle of this township, and there's, they, they run this programme. And, and Megan and Harry both spoke very eloquently about the issue, and then we had those um, amaz- that amazing sort of empowering speech from Megan where she spoke about her mixed-race heritage for the first time since becoming a royal. So, you know, really, really punchy 
right from the off and saying to the young girls and the women there that I stand with you. You know, you know I may be here as a, royal, a member of the royal family, but I stand with you as a woman, as a mother, and as a woman of colour. And I think that was like, wow, that, you know, people have expected Megan to make a statement like that. But then actually when you're seeing it in the flesh in a country that has these issues that, you know, post-apartheid era as well, that they're still experiencing some of these major issues and she's being able to, able to draw upon her experiences and her heritage as well was particularly powerful. So that was... Um, that was the first thing we kicked off with. A really and strong way to start things off, really. Massive, yeah. And it, it wasn't all sort of, you know, all-encompassing being you know, big statements like that. It was it was really upbeat as well because there was lots of traditional dancing. It's very, very colourful. You can imagine the sort of um, the vibe that was, you know, big um, uh, drummer bands and stuff, and lots of dancing. And they got right into the spirit of it. So, um, you know, I think that set the tone for the tour and how, and how well it's going, which has been brilliant. And uh, so what did you make of that kind of the speeches and that kind of thing that they were um, at that first event? Yeah, I thought it was really good. And it was a really impressive way, I think, for them to open it. They kind of, I think they almost proved almost that they're not just going to stand there and smile for pretty pictures and, you know, do that. They're going to be really vocal with what's, um, you know, the causes that are important to them. Um, I've actually got a line here from what Harry said, which I thought was really powerful. Um, He said, no man is born to cause harm to women. This is learned behaviour and we need to break that cycle, Um, which I thought was a really kind of really powerful statement. And he went on to speak about Archie as well. He said, your strength is in your spirit, which for me means honouring and protecting my wife and being a positive role model for my son uh, which I thought was really lovely as well and kind of like that that personal side of it I thought made it even more powerful and it's in, it's interesting as well because obviously their first tour a year ago we just found out that Megan was pregnant yes um, and now it's their first tour with Archie and you know we kind of we saw him being sort of cuddled off, cuddled off the plane with his little woolly hat on yeah, and like then Harry's old hat as well like which is very cute he's very cute and then he you know he's not scheduled to be at any of the engagements although we have we have seen him today which was hugely exciting as uh, the arch meets Archie as he met um Archbishop Desmond Tutu but because like he's obviously so much a part of their life he's kind of a th- he's kind of a thread through the tour and they s- it's clear he's part of their inspiration now is that fair, Russell, in terms of what's coming through in their speeches and the kind of oh, things yeah, that they're de- talking about? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, you can tell that Harry not only has the sort of joy of being sort of a newly married man, he often refers to Meghan, oh, my wife. And I think he, he, t- he says that with pride. But now we've, you know, we've heard him speak about Harry, especially saying, you know, I'm a dad now, so things do change. And I, th- I think definitely that you see them with kids. They're both you know first class anyway they do, they know how to react in those situations but especially today when you mentioned that they went to meet archbishop um desmond tutu they just look super super happy super relaxed comfortable archie was a dream i mean you know there's a lot <laughs> of photographers and cameras in um a quite a small space when they actually went into tutu's residence and he was just you know laughing joking smiling um, and he was just very, very well-behaved baby. So he was a very bonny baby. He's yeah. I mean, he's, uh, the pitch, the the Instagram video that they put out was fantastic as well. Like they're just walking through this also this archway to meet the um, Archbishop Desmond Tutu and his daughter, and the three the three of them are just absolutely beaming. And I think you know they 
are super, super, I mean, Harry's super happy to be here anyway. He's spoken about how Africa's his second home. He likes being here. He feels more himself here. He's very wanted to, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, introducing Megan and Archie to, you know, he's one of his, you know, great loves, this, this you know, amazing um, country and the, and the country that they're, they're visiting. So I, they couldn't they couldn't be happier seeing them um, at any at all the, the engagements. And I think people buzz off that as well, you know, when, yeah. you're, when you're seeing them dancing, when you're seeing them relaxed. I mean, I don't think there's many other members of the royal family that could do it as well as they are doing it now. I mean, Charles and Camilla are pretty pretty relaxed in those situations. But a bit but less I cool. A bit less cool. <laughs> a little I mean, bit less and cool. They, and they are. I mean, I, I, quite, are cool. I would quite like to see Prince Harry as the first royal on Strictly Come Dancing, slash Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. I mean, he's uh, not got some slightly questionable moves. But um, so, you know, I think it's it's not just for them that Archie's a, is a thread through this, but the people that they're they're meeting as well. So was it, uh, the Archbishop's daughter said that, you know, Archie's going to be a real ladies' man when he grows up. And um, and then he got his Whoa. he got his Hosa name as well when they went to the... He was he was great, but they did. Um, Megan went to this enga- other engagement today at a charity called Mothers to Mothers, and actually brought. If you've seen this, that she brought like two sack loads of baby clothes yeah, that had been that's very sweet. donated from loads of well wishers. Um, uh, who you know, obviously people who was born have been sending in things, and he collected loads of the stuff. And some of the clothes were actually Archie's as well. And I was told that Meg, some of Megan's friends have donated clothes from their babies for the for her to bring the clothes over to here. And it's a it's a charity called Mothers to Mothers that work with women with HIV to um, uh, get to get them back into the world of work. There was another on yesterday when they're at the beach. They met up with these um, the workers from the Lunchbox Fund, and the Lunchbox Fund is a charity that provides meals to kids in townships in all over all over Africa actually but mainly the massive townships in Cape Town and the Lunchbox Fund was one of the ones that benefited charities that benefited from the donations Do you remember when those people were donating to to charities the Archie's Sussex, baby shower said, type you know thing. don't send gifts that was it that was it yeah so they the Lunchbox Fund was benefited massively I mean it's quite a small charity and that benefited massively in Archie's name so, so in order for them, it's come sort of come full circle that they've and taken him to the country, where um, you know some of those really ge- those generous donations were were actually being dished out. Yeah, no, that's, that is that is really nice. And then um, so talking about the the kind of the the naming and that, that kind of situation. So his Harrison name that he was given at the um, at the first event by the community grandmothers. That's quite cool as well. So he was. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Nsika? And uh, yeah, would, be, would, be my, would be my best, <laughs> would be my best attempt at it. But it, kind of it meaning strength and bravery, and the the same, um, uh, the same as his his um, his given name is. They said it means the same, and um, with the the message of that that um, that visit around the kind of the, the violence against women and strength and bravery and, and the, the stuff that Harry was talking about, it kind of all all fits together. Um, we've had a little glimpse of the nanny as well. Yeah, that, that was uh, coming off the plane when he was. Ha- yeah, they were they were the first shots we saw of them arriving. It was a bit different on this tour because there wasn't an official arrival. I think that was because the schedule was so busy on that first day. They wanted to just crack straight on. Normally, the, you know, they would be greeted by you know whether it's the British High Commissioner or. Uh, 
um, you know, potentially the president. They are actually meeting the president of South Africa later when they are reunited back in Joe. That was the reason. But they literally did get off the plane a quick uh, turnaround, probably, you know, um, took Archie to where they're staying and then they were back out. So, um, yeah, the, obviously the, the, the nanny is one of 13 staff members that they brought out with them. Um, we much about her at the moment but she's obviously been kept busy because they've they've been out quite a lot doing their their own thing i mean it's it's, it's a bit different the the way the program's going to work now that today so they've gone their separate ways today so they they obviously did the meeting with archbishop tutu this morning then harry has gone off on his own um to do separate engagements in botswana then he's going into Angola, and then he's going to uh, to do all the, the landmine activities uh, and engagements um, with the Halo Trust. Much like Princess Diana, he will be following her footsteps. Like she raised the profile of you know the the, the scourge of landmines and the issues of um, landmines throughout the country throughout Angola. Uh, so that will be a massive, iconic and and, and a moment, a huge, yeah. huge royal historic moment I think i'm sure that's, that's what we'll be, be talking about yeah. next week yes yeah I, th- I think that's going to be huge you know anyone who you know, has a rudimentary understanding of sort of royal history knows that that diana walking through the minefield in 1997 just months before you know tragically died yeah is etched in the memory uh, um and it's and it will just become i think harry walking down the same so essentially, he's going back to the same minefield, and it isn't a minefield anymore. It's been cleared, and it's now a, a street of a town. So you, just these two images side by side will just be hugely, hugely significant. So um, that's on Friday. So, so I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week. It's interesting them, them going their separate ways as well, because obviously it's for, it's for a few days this time, and Harry's going to be away from Archie. And um, you know, we saw we saw the big old smooch that he gave Meghan when he was just popping out on a boat a little bit yesterday afternoon, which is you know the Highly, un- highly unusual to see the royals kissing in public. I mean, what even is going on? I know. <laughs> it was lovely, though, isn't it? Like, you know, it's just it they're one quite to, happy to share one to that the royal protocolers. It was definitely kind of a case of, you sorry, know, they've I'm, always... I've got a bit of a delay here. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It was definitely a case of them, as they always do, they're kind of very, you know, always holding hands. There's been lots of kind of, you know, hands on backs and arms around each other and that was just it was kind of almost the next step of that which I know lots of people who are quite you know traditional and look to how Kate and Wills do things and that they're quite formal but I think most fans have loved seeing them kind of being more affectionate to each other and this was another stage of that which I think was the fans on social media definitely were loving it anyway people were getting very excited I was very cute I mean you know if I was saying goodbye to my husband I'd hope that he'd give me a little kiss (laughs) as well even if I wasn't gonna see him for you know if Got off out for an hour. Oh dear. Um, uh, yeah. So th- that that side of things is 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 really lovely. Um, and how how have they been received generally in South Africa, Russell? Really well. I mean, it's it's been different because when you know when I went to Australia and New Zealand with them, the the crowds was the one thing that struck me there. That was just manic the whole time. Wherever you went, it was thousands and thousands of people lining the streets. However, I think you have to appreciate that, you know, that certain parts of South Africa are, um, you know, have security issues. So a lot of the, um, and, and some of them have been banging the centre of townships. So 
especially the security aspect of it. Some of the um, engagements have been embargoed right up until they arrive or indeed, you know, maybe an hour before. So people necessarily haven't, you're not really getting that feeling of the the royals are in town and the, you know, the, the, the big sort of juggernaut of a royal tour. However, they... I think they, they they really appreciate the people being here and they, well, they've been very well received by all the people that they've been speaking to. And certainly, you know, they're, they're actually not here on a jolly. They're actually doing proper engagements and, and making speaking issues in the country that are actually being tackled right here, right now. So I, I think that's, that's been very, very well received here. I mean, certainly speaking to, to, to locals, they actually really appreciate that that Megan has up and you know demonstrated her. I mean, she's a fantastic orator anyway. But being able to speak to the particular groups by and using her, her biracial heritage is, is is a well. Just say that last very last bit again. Just just to the fact that Megan has stood up for. Um, you know what she believes in in terms of women's rights. She's she's drawn upon her biracial heritage. I think that's particularly important here, here as well. And people have have really appreciated that she's you know she stood up and said that because it is a major factor and 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 it's um, it's been very well received. And I think it's I think it's interesting like what we were speaking about before in terms of the the informality of of them as a couple. And then I think also the fact that all of these um, visits really are things that they're really passionate about. It feels sort of like a working a working holiday in some ways. I mean, it's, you know, it is more work than holiday, um, but it, it doesn't feel like they are, you know, they've got to, it doesn't feel like they're having to traipse around all of the dignitaries and do that kind of thing. Well, I think that's the common misconception sometimes that the, the royals are just like on a jolly and uh, you know, traipsing around these very beautiful locations, some of them, um, like the beach we were at yesterday. And certainly I know that some of my cheeky colleagues think I'm on a holiday as well, but I can assure you... We've never mentioned that, Russell, I promise. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But it is, it is hard work. It's long days. There's a lot of people for them to meet. It is... You know, these, there's, there's all the different engagements speaking about different um, uh, organisations, people, and they're read. I mean, I went to an engagement today, which was Megan speaking to a dozen female entrepreneurs at this tech event, and she was well read. She knew who the women were. She knew about their companies. So, so she'd been you know, obviously had written that speech that she delivered in the township. And she's polished as anything. She 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 did it completely. She had notes, but it was she didn't. He wasn't reading off a script. Harry has been accused of just reading off a script sometimes. But he's he's getting a lot better as well at being able to deliver these big speeches and and being more comfortable with it. So I, that is definitely something that she's helping him with. Um, so tell me a little bit about the uh, mosque visit because the pictures from that obviously Megan in the headscarf was pretty mm. iconic and yeah gets compared to the you know the pictures of Diana Kate and all of that so tell us about what ha- actually happened be- sort of behind the pictures well that happened I mean that is happening more and more I think that that people are now the Orwell mosque is the oldest and first uh, mosque in South Africa and it actually holds the copy of the oldest Quran in the country as well so hugely significant that they went there but the the, the reason that they did go there is not not only because of that but it's actually a, cent- a center sort of for, for multiple faiths as well and they met um, a chap called uh, um, he's an Anglican father Michael Lapsley 
does a chap who had two prosthetic sort of um, hooks for hands that he'd um, he was a, a major face in the sort of anti-apartheid movement and he'd had his hands blown off in 1990, I think, um, which was a letter bomb that was sent to him through the post with a, a, cop- a copy of a religious magazine that when he opened it, he, both his hands blew off. So he's, he's actually a massive figure here as well, um, this sort of joint multi-faith movement, which is really significant. So them coming in here and being seen not only in the townships, but going to the mosques and stuff. So these, these are, I think these are, you know, really significant moments of a tour like this and i think we're going to see some more um happening you know late, later later this week and next week as well because they, they will be visiting another township in johannesburg and i think that that will be very well received as well um so what have been your highlights so far as you've been kind of watching it unfold from thousands of miles mm-hmm. away through the prism of the internet oh definitely the dancing on the first day or archie today as in Wednesday morning, um, that was fantastic. The pictures of him and just kind of them walking in, he looked so happy and just seeing Harry, you know, Harry couldn't stop kind of, you know, like adjusting and thing. And it was just really lovely to see them. They both look so relaxed and so happy. I think for me, that was still my, that's going to take some beating, I think. <laughs> oh, well, there's quite, a, there's quite a few, a few days of the, um, of the tour to come, but what we must do, um, so, uh, I caught up with Amber earlier about the fashion that we've seen so far. I mean, Russell, Ooh, yes. you've seen some of the outfits in the flesh. Is there are there any are there any standout Harry outfits that you've thought I must get that I must get that Harry look for my wardrobe? He's he's, he's quite um, reserved on the outfit front. Very nice sort of linen suits. However, there's something I can tell you about Megan's fashion, um, and I think it, 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 what we've only just on the first day she wore this. I think I'm sure you've covered it that this Malawian label. Yeah, spoilers. I mean, but also, but but also, she's um, she hasn't taken her her engagement ring with her. Yep. She's oh just yes, wearing of course. a plain band. So and I and I was told that she you know she wanted to sort of not the focus necessarily be or be on like the, the you know big expensive ring that she's brought here because obviously she's she's going into you know fairly impoverished parts of the country as well and meeting people from disadvantaged backgrounds so they she's definitely um made a conscious decision to sort of tone it down I don't think that we're going to be seeing is sort of 9000 pound dresses that she wore to Misha Nunu's um, wedding the week the weekend before for example and you remember when we were in Fiji and Tonga she wore that like incredible I don't know how you oh um, yeah the, the black it's and like white a gown, one yeah it? Do you remember well, oh, the, we need amber yeah the blue cape dress that we was do yeah. phenomenal oh, yeah blue I think it'd be a different one well it's but a good thing we need amber yeah <laughs> so I, I don't think we're going to be seeing a big expensive bold statements of the dresses which was obviously a big feature of the Australia Australasia tour because obviously there was multiple countries there was big glitzy ambassadors residence receptions and stuff like that and I think you gotta you gotta know your audience sometimes you know so I think going in I think Amber's gonna be really impressed with your um with your fashion knowledge but I think uh (laughs) it's a perfect by accident it's actually a perfect introduction to uh to the little segment that I did with Amber earlier talking all about um Megan's look and Archie's as well obviously Amber, it's you and me again talking about fashion. I think if it carries on just being us talking about fashion, A, there'll be a bit less pussy bows and we might need to have our own music. I think Russell's getting jealous. He is. Well, I mean, he is in South Africa, so... Yeah, but he's not talking about fashion. 
well, you don't know. We're going to. This is being recorded before we speak to Russell, so who knows? Maybe, maybe he is lording it up with, with all his royal colleagues with his, talking about with fashion. The, with the fashion, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, we know that he is very well informed about fashion these we days. We do. We do. As we as we may already have heard on this podcast, as we bend the time, <laughs> the time frame continuum. Because well. I've taught him everything I know. I he know. Me to thank. He yeah. he really does. Mm. So we are. What are we? Three days in to the royal tour. We are. Um, we've seen Meghan in a number of different outfits. Yep. We've seen Archie, which is very exciting. Oh, a little so bit of baby cute. fashion. Yep. Um, Get onto that. And. Uh, so I did see one thing on Twitter yesterday, which made me kind of go, "Oh, I know, you know, there have been various people who thinks that think that sometimes we give Megan a bit of a hard time, which I, you know, we we try to give her a fair go. We we like her, we like her style, and all of that kind of thing. But someone had written a thing about Megan. What has gone wrong with Megan's royal tour wardrobe? Why? Because it's not uber glam. Well, because it's rewears, mm. and I just thought, oh. That's not really... They're just not getting the message, though, are they? They're completely missing the point. So what is the message? Well, the whole point is they have gone to South Africa. I think had she stepped off that plane, having enlisted the glam squad with immaculate blow-dry Manolo heels, it just it would have looked wrong. It's just not the right place. It, it's not the message that they're trying to put across, but it's also just not the right place for that. It would have looked completely ridiculous. Well, but it, you know, their first, their first engagement, once they landed had a quick freshen up was was in a township that literally dan- you know out dancing in the streets yeah relaxed and quite just um just getting on with it and being, being part of things yeah it would have looked very ludicrous in a five thousand pound Givenchy dress let's be honest so mm. and as we expected she is using her wardrobe to convey messages which we know they always do and the message is very loud and clear on this one i think so what message are you getting I'm with your spidey <laughs> senses <laughs> i'm getting a very sustainable message aren't you well yeah totally i mean we've had uh recycled nylon yep uh, we've had two dresses that we've well yeah two dresses that we've seen her in before yeah and obviously the sustainable dress from the African label Malawi that was obviously made in in a local workshop so she really is ingratiating her hosts by wearing local designers she's not wearing really really expensive clothes because it just wouldn't be appropriate and she's also wearing clothes that we've seen before so it's all about sustainability and she's obviously very conscious about about what she's wearing and, and the and message that she's conveying and probably the most expensive things that we have seen her in so far are ones that she has worn before the the blue veronica beard dress from tonga yeah and the um the kind of the stripy maxi dress by martin grant which we yep. kind of saw them on their walkabout on bondi beach when i think you know those uh, it was quite weird seeing it again in a different context actually that dress because you know when they were in australia i think it was when they were sitting around in the morning it, it, actually quite similar in some ways to one of the engagements they've done here you know sitting around yep. in a circle with some with some people looking relaxed and to see it again because i have such clear associations of that outfit with australia but also i think very brave of her because she was pregnant when she wore that dress before and i know we've talked about this before about um when maternity clothes and how people style changes well she's wearing i didn't ever want to wear my maternity clothes again i very much associated them with kind of dragging myself around and feeling a little bit tired and exhausted whereas here she is she had the baby she's on her second tour and she's wearing it and looks absolutely incredible so i think yeah 
well, well done, Megan. I, I think also it's maybe sending a little bit of a message to Tonga, to Australia, saying, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking about you. This is, you know, you have, I have things in my wardrobe. I know exactly where I've, I've worn them to for, yep. for good things or bad things. And those clothes carry that association with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd looked at it like that. So, yeah, two, two really nice things there. So, um, what, what have you made of the new things that we've seen? The new things, well, the whole wardrobe is, is very pared back and dressed down, and we've talked about that. That's because it's very fitting for the engagements that, uh, that Harry and Meghan are doing. They really have kind of wanted to um, engage with people. You've seen them on the floor. They've been dancing. They've been kind of getting stuck in, and they really, really want to have these kind of personal relationships. So the wardrobe is very much geared around that. Um, the new things, well, there aren't that many new things, really, are there? She's wearing the Club Monaco dress, which is, she's worn the label before. It was a £388 dress, so you know pretty by her standards that's that's is the royal equivalent of the high street essentially isn't it it's that kind of higher end lk you know it's the yeah. lk bennett reese one up sort of one up from there really isn't it yeah definitely and she you know she's a big fan of the brand she looked really really incredible in that um i really liked her actually when she was just wearing the white shirt because we know she looks great in yeah. a white shirt with the made well denim jacket and then the little cut off jeans i mean that's kind of a look that we would all wear i mean denim jacket Bold. Denim jacket. Bold for royal. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. Just, you know, here's me. I'm just hanging around. Yeah. Um. So the, uh, you mentioned the Club Monaco dress and then she's just changed into a jumpsuit for the afternoon session. So yes. I I like to think that, because so, we saw Archie going to meet, meet Archbishop Desmond Tutu yep. um, earlier. So I like to think that then they, you know, maybe the, she got a bit of babysick on her from having Archie out and about <laughs> with her. I had to change out of her Club Monaco dress. I think possibly that wasn't what happened because this is probably you know, one of her most polished looks, actually, of the tour but so can far. We just before we move on to that, can we discuss Archie? Okay. H and M stripy dungaree suit. I mean, H and M ridiculously cute. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm a little bit disappointed he didn't dress up as a dinosaur, but this is the next <laughs> best option. Still I, time. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he like it's. Let's be fair. Well done, Harry and Meghan. You have a very cute baby. Oh my god, so cute. Oh, Hannah's making broody face yeah. again. That's two weeks running. Oh yeah. dear. Um, and uh, yeah, no, and uh, I don't know. Anytime I see harry or megan or archie in anything related to h&m it just kind of makes me chuckle inside because it's harry and megan's initials <laughs> every time and you know all of the kind of the monogrammed wedding um crockery and all things bother. that they were they were there. selling so for the uh, for the collectibles it was all kind of you know h&m or m and h i can't even remember which way around they did it at the end but it's just like oh yeah best advertising for free ever for h&m and um yes so dungarees 15 pounds i know come on i mean that's where we all go right everyone wants to buy they, they i mean they grow they, they wear them once or twice they move on they can hand that on you know that's that's the sensible way to be doing children's clothes do you think the um so has the high street really changed how it does children's clothes do you think over the well, last i think it was certainly very influenced by george and charlotte i think that they definitely did set trends and you did see kind of george asda and lots of you know the main retailers kind of copying that style i think they kind of made um children's wear a bit more dressy and formal for a while but um i think it is it's a huge market i think you know every everybody spends a, wants to spend lots of money on their children right but or their grandchildren or their grandchildren the sensible thing to do is not to spend lots of money on all that stuff yeah, just get the cute things. Yeah, you don't have to spend a lot of money now. I mean, look, it looked really, really adorable, and that does look 
every inch as cute as something that you probably could have bought in a expensive King's Road boutique. Mm. Uh, uh, and one little last shout out while we're talking about Archie for his little bobble hat when he came off the plane. So cute. Oh my goodness. And um, someone managed to fish out a picture from the archives of Prince Harry wearing a very similar bobble hat. You know, it was a cream bobble hat. It's a baby in a cream bobble hat. <laughs> like it's. September. It feels a little bit early for bobble hats, but you know, it was early in the morning. Um, jumpsuit. Back to the jumpsuit. Yep. I don't think we've seen Megan in a jumpsuit before. We haven't. It's new. It's belted though. We know that she likes something that's belted. I think we all like something that's belted. It's a good option. Yeah, it's a good option. And it suits her. She knows, you know, she knows what flatters her. Yeah, it is. So it's a new one. And we'll see, I I can't remember uh, whether we talked about it um, on the podcast or whether it was um, the weeks from a bit kind of to and fro, but Sophie Wessex wore a jumpsuit to the races in the summer. Because which last year Ascot changed their dress code. And so in some of the enclosures, you are now allowed to wear a jumpsuit, which obviously she then did demonstrate. Hers was particularly beautiful, though. It was an Amelia Wickstead jumpsuit. So it, it was the jumpsuit to end all jumpsuits. It was. And it was a, a similar blue to your headphones right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give everybody a little visual pitch. Of, uh, of Amber's headphones, um, but yeah, no, I thought Sophie looked fabulous in her mm. in her jumpsuit, and um, I really li- I really like Megan's as well. I think like her massive earrings um, really set it up, and those those she wore in Morocco. So again, there's another, you know, I was I've, I'm on tour here, but I was on tour there before, and yep. kind of that throwback. So that's just nice. wearing things again, I think it's just a brilliant message, and it's uh, that kind of back to normality and yeah. trying to trying to present the normal face I think as well but I think so jumpsuits I've had an interesting relationship with I finally found one that (laughs) fitted me last year and I love it it is because it's all about the length in the body it's really really hard to find one that's that flat you know suits you so it's uh, it's normal that I tried on many 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 jumpsuits for years before I found one that I could actually take away um I have a denim one and I had to send it a picture of myself wearing it to three people just to check that I didn't look like I was going to fix someone's boiler. <laughs> Please send us a picture. One person came back and said I did. Two people said I didn't. So I'm still not sure. I'm so, on the fence. Well, I mean, we could put it on the Instagram we and could. let the listeners okay. decide. Okay. Are you feeling brave? I'm feeling brave. I can do this. Oh, come on, everybody. Head to at Podsave. Does Amber <laughs> look, look like a plumber? Because I really wouldn't be fixing anyone's boiler. That's for sure. No. Can't just even switch my own on. Just Russell's fashion. Um, let's talk about um, Megan's outfit when she went to the mosque. So it's obviously, you know, the kind of iconic pictures as well with a headscarf. Yeah. Um, various royals have, have gone before, you know, Diana and Kate and the Queen and, and, and everyone. But so the headscarf is obviously takes some attention. But the dress that she wore with it was also... This was beautiful new. and we haven't subtle. seen that before. It's by a label called Stout. It was the Millie dress. Um, again, a belted style because we know that's what she likes. Yeah, I think it was really, really appropriate. I think she probably had, to, yeah, she's had to buy things for this tour, and I think that was the one occasion where she really did need to be covered up and to really give a little bit more attention to what she was going to wear. Think carefully about yeah. it. Um, and I think so. A word that I keep seeing being used around various different outfits um what i've been reading about it a little bit utilitarian yeah and shirt dress it's kind of like utilitarian she's kind of she's there to do it's like i'm rolling my sleeves up i'm getting involved i'm here to do a job that's Uh, what i think it's saying and what do we make of harry so far he's doing the kind of cash look quite well isn't he 
Oh, Amber's not making Grudy face. She's making like some other kind of, oh, toy boy face, <laughs> I think. I think he looks quite good. I mean, I think it's harder for men sometimes in hot countries. He's still got to wear a suit. He's still got to look quite formal. So it's kind of about the fabrics and the colours. He's obviously lightened up a lot, wearing lots of linen. I think sometimes that's quite a hard look to pull off for a man. But I think he's doing very well. Footwear can be a struggle for men. I think when suddenly they go for a lighter suit, but he's been looking really good. Yeah, he has been, he has mm. been looking good. I think... Looking at some of these pictures, I think he looks quite relaxed. They I look think he looks really happy. Like mm. he's kind of. Um, while we're talking about shoes, mm. Megan's shoes, any that you've uh, clocked and thought interesting or unusual or surprising? I thought the shoes that she wore, the little brown leather ones with the um, the denim jacket and the look that I talked about that, that I really liked. I haven't seen her wearing anything like that before. Kind of almost like strips of leather. Mm. They're by, I haven't, have never seen her in anything like that before. Uh, interesting. The ones I clocked were her first ones, the massive wedges. I love those wedges. And they're obviously With Kate kind of Middleton's around a the big angle. fan of those. Yes. Yeah. It, may, it just threw me back instantly to like Kate in um in the pacific islands i think that was Can the I one make I made a confession really come on amber in all the years i've been doing this job i have never ever gone out and bought anything that i've seen kate middleton wear and i love her style probably because i can't afford most of it but yep. i never have but i did go and buy those wedges did you yeah i did the Ka- only thing the kate wedges from, those. from back when yeah do you still wear them i do i do they, they wear well they'll be coming to new york with me tomorrow Fabulous. Okay, well, you better go do your packing. Have you figured out what your your Amber's Royal Tour to New York wardrobe is? I've got my people working on it right now. Excellent. But I'm hoping that I really do please my hosts with Um. my choices. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Well, have a fabulous time. Thanks for joining us before you uh, rush off to get everything sorted. And um, we'll be talking, I'm sure, about lots, lots, lots more royal fashion next week. So thanks to Amber as ever for joining us um, and uh, Zoe and Russell, you'll be able to vote as well on the Instagram at Podsave as to whether Amber looks like a plumber or not in her <laughs> denim jumpsuit. So that is that is a treat for everybody. I mean, I've had a sneak preview now in between recording and not, and I'm, you know, I, I think I think it will be, uh, I think she'll come out of it all right. But it's still it's worth a look. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, anything she that is a like denim Lu- jumpsuit. Luigi from, uh, he looks like Luigi from Super Mario Brothers. I'm just picturing him. Uh, this yeah, I know. It's, it's, quite, it's quite good just to picture it and, and imagine what a denim jumpsuit is going to look like and then check it out on Podsafe. Um, yeah, look, look forward to it. Yeah. So, Russell, I mean, you've mentioned the, um, obviously, the landmines visit in Angola. What else have we got to look forward to? So, obviously, uh, Harry has t- uh, touched down in Botswana now. He's been a couple of days. Conservation activities, that's the, that's the real sort of environment aspect of this trip. Then, obviously, moves on to Angola, where we'll be doing the main thing. He's going to go to a mine and detonate uh, um, a minefield, basically, that, uh, as they're clearing these deadly landmines. Then he will be going to the, that, that street that I already mentioned. And then um, in he'll be going to Malawi, which, again, is going to be a massive sort of environment and conservation aspect of the tour. So I think that we're going to be seeing some pretty cool images um, of the, the sort of Malawian landscape. Well, 
um, Russell, I'm glad the, the Wi-Fi connection or whatever it is, the piece of string that we're managing to talk to you on um, from South Africa is just about held up through that. And I think hopefully hopefully our lovely friend Dan Jackson will be able to smooth out some of the lumps and bumps. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's been a bit, um, if there's been a bit more turbulence on the line than normal, dear listeners, then we apologise and hope you'll um, bear with us to have the updates from Russell in South Africa. So thank you for joining us, Russell, because I know it's super busy, as it has been for you, Zoe, as well. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, oh, I must say, Russell, please do give our love to Ian Vogler, photographer extraordinaire, who took the um, fabulous picture of Megan, um, you know, embracing the child uh, yeah, in the township favorite. on day one and yeah. you know also got that really clear picture of the bracelets that they had that were with oh, a yeah. clear message on so uh, Zoe really I think you know a bit more about that you? yeah they were both Megan and Harry were both wearing they were matching beaded bracelets um that had the word justice on kind of as a nod to the charity they were visiting um but yeah, it was really, really, really sweet, actually, really nice. And yeah, Ian's photo really showed it off. Yeah, I think that is going to be one of the ones that um, uh, that kind of is there for, for memories, yes, really. definitely. <laughs> and so while we're talking about this, look out for the um, the Royal Rotor photos of the year. Ian has got an entry in that, and obviously I'm sure he would like some votes, but there are also some um, really fabulous and actually some quite unusual pictures in that um, collection. I haven't been through them all yet. I still need to. There are some crackers. <laughs> They're not. It's not necessarily the usual suspects from the usual events that you can see Ooh, in there. So it's, it's well worth a look through for um, Royal Watchers. Oh, and finally... If you do happen to recognise the nanny and would like to say, oh, I was at school with her, <laughs> I, uh, just do give us a shout. Because obviously, like, uh, mystery, we love a mystery, but we also like to solve the mystery if we can. So, um, you know, she's uh, she's been, she's kind of a key part of, of Team Sussex now. So um, we wish them good luck. And Russell and Ian, good luck with the rest of the Royal Tour. And we'll meet again, hopefully, hopefully in a, week's, a week or so's time. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Thanks for your patience with the line as well. And yeah. So, and I'll, uh, I'll, check, I'll check in with you next week. I'm sure there'll be loads to talk about. Absolutely. So until next time. On save the Queen! <laughs> <laughs>